Hey guys, you're listening to Catholic Curiosities, my very first episode on this podcast, and I'm very, very excited to start this new journey with you guys. If you don't know my name, my name is Francis May Isip, or I usually go by my middle name, May. And for the longest time, I've always thought about making a podcast about my faith and about spreading His Word through this medium, and I actually follow a lot of different podcasts, whether that's Catholic Answers or Father Mike Schmitz or even Stephen Furtick. These people, these podcasts are very influential when it comes to me knowing more about the faith and learning each and every single day about how beautiful the Catholic faith is. And if you are not Catholic, that is fine. Thank you for listening. But I just wanted to delve right into this, into our first episode. I'm going to be talking about evangelization. Now, when we hear evangelization, a lot of us think that it's all about walking to a random stranger on the sidewalk and telling them about your faith and how God has changed you and spreading the gospel. Now, that's evangelization to an extreme extent. But evangelization could be as simple as spreading God's love through your own family, through your community, through your church, through your youth ministry. There's just so many ways to evangelize. It doesn't have to be to the point where you have to talk to complete strangers, but maybe if you do get to that point, then praise God for that. And there's actually many different ways to evangelize. Either that's by inviting someone to church or sending them Bible verses or sharing a a worship playlist. Simple things like that could be forms of evangelization. And personally for me, my most favorite way to evangelize is through what we like to call one-on-ones or heart-to-hearts. There's many different ways to... um, call it but I usually just say one-on-ones but for those who don't know what a one-on-one is think of it as an opportunity to get to know someone more thanks to the bridge that God built between you two see with that bridge it creates an amazing opportunity to delve deeper into getting to know that person getting to know what's on their mind, what's on their heart, all these beautiful things. And, of course, we must realize that one-on-ones can get deep. And we have to know that one-on-ones, say if someone asks you for a heart-to-heart or a one-on-one, don't be afraid because it's a safe space where you can be vulnerable to that person and where that person can be vulnerable to you. And what the cool thing about vulnerability is, is that when someone is vulnerable, when someone finds themselves vulnerable to someone else that they trust, that's where true healing occurs. And from there, that's where someone can find their way back to Christ by accepting their past, their pain, their trials, their tribulations, all that, and by saying, God 
yeah, this happened to me, but I'm glad this person is here in my life right now to the point we can we can talk things out, we can vent things out and share our struggles together and grow from there. And I think one-on-ones are so beautiful when you really look deep down on what this form of evangelization is. It's as if that person in front of you, they're giving a piece of their heart to you. Again, think of it as that person in front of you is giving you a piece of their heart as a gift. They're telling you that here's a piece of my heart. I trust you with this. And I know that by giving you this piece of my heart. From here, I can experience true healing. I can feel lighter on my shoulders. I can feel free. And I can finally feel God's love. And the love that he always has had for me. How beautiful is that, brothers and sisters? It's just so amazing. And I could tell you from personal experience, this is... This, this form of evangelization is one of the main ways that I have built all the friendships that I have now. And with all of my genuine friendships, I don't think I have gone without a one-on-one with, um, in our friendships. And that's just how important I think it is especially when it comes to building relationships, when it comes to evangelizing to people. It's all about creating bonds and seeing how you can help them grow. Seeing that that there is beauty in their brokenness and say they're not broken. Say that they're at a good place. That's good to share about too. We should We should acknowledge our triumphs just as much as our tribulations. And I think that's very important as well. And what it really comes down to with one-on-ones is that the person in front of you, whether they'd like to acknowledge it or not, is the fact that they're just yearning for someone to listen to them. A lot of people in this world, they just have this constant yearning. This, And it's not a bad yearning either. It's just this longing, this wish to have someone to just sit down in front of them and say and say what they have to say and say what they have on their minds, say what they have on their hearts, their mind, body, soul, all of that. And you never know, like, by you listening to that person, it could lead to many positive possibilities. And... You'll just never know if you if you don't try, right? And I think when people do say yes to me when I ask to have one-on-ones with them, I think it's so awesome because not too many people nowadays take the time to just sit down and have a down-to-earth conversation from time to time. You know, in this Western culture, we're always busy, busy, busy thinking of 
the next thing that we have to do, the next assignment that is due, the next test that we have to study for, the next... All these things, I'm sorry, <laughs> all these things, they're just, they're just jumbled in our heads and we think that we're so busy to the point we can't even have time to sit down with our friends or our family and just talk about how have they really been doing. Because honestly, when someone tells me, how are you? Man, if I could, if I could really say what I had on my mind, but I don't want to throw them off like that, you know? That's why usually people just say, oh, I'm good, I'm good. But are you really? That's why when it comes to one-on-ones, brothers and sisters, I'm asking you to take the step to ask them genuinely, hey, how are you? How is your life? How is your faith? How is all of that? You're never too busy. I think that's where a lot of us get stuck. If we ever tried this form of evangelization, we try to schedule things, it doesn't fall through, it just falls through, and you have to reschedule, and it gets frustrating, yeah? For those who know I'm talking about, but I'm telling you right now, you can never be too busy for someone because you never know, they might be just longing for that conversation, for someone to just listen to them. And for them to genuinely appreciate that you are there for them. At the end of your conversation, they could probably think to themselves, whoever you're conversating with, they could think to themselves, wow, praise God that. This person was brought into my life because for the longest time, I felt so lost. I felt so lonely. I thought amongst all these people, I still felt alone. But that person, you could be that person for someone. If you just take the steps, I know it's scary. I know a lot of us are shy. I can't stress enough how important this is, especially when it comes to evangelizing. If you want to find a very genuine, very intimate type of way to evangelize, I highly recommend this way, brothers and sisters, because it's truly changed my life. And it, I'm pretty sure it's changed the lives of the people I have talked to. And I could have been more humbled with the opportunity to do so and there are, as much as it is rewarding to initiate this form of evangelization there are also some I don't want to say negative things but there are some drawbacks to it so we're just going to talk about those First of all, it is very time-consuming. Usually when people think of a one-on-one, -on -one, they just think it's a one-time basis. One-time meet-up and that's it. 
But I'm telling you, if you really want to change someone's life, if you really want to bring them closer to Christ, it has to be a constant engagement with them. It has to be more than one, one-on-one, you know what I mean? And as we know, this can be very time-consuming because those checkups on them, constantly seeing how they're doing, either through phone call, text, message, all that. And also for you, it can be mentally and spiritually draining, whether you think that's true or not. Just try it. Maybe over time you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Because either when you are choosing to do this form of evangelization, most likely you're not just focusing on one person. You know, a lot of us are overachievers. We like to do um, things all at once, right? So for the most part, when people are really into this form of evangelization, we like to kind of catch up on more than one person. And as you could see, this is probably very draining mentally and spiritually because you are, you can get to the point where you're stretching yourself too thin. And, and this could even lead to you yourself sometimes not feeling appreciated for your work for your service for your behind the scenes mission and i'm gonna be honest with you sometimes like um when i'm full-fledged on all these one-on-ones i sometimes i feel like i'm not appreciated because you you yourself as well as much as the people you're attending to who have this yearning to have someone to listen to you got to admit that you wish you had that as well. And sometimes that's where it can lead to you feeling not appreciative because what you're doing or how you're helping others is not being reciprocated to you. And this could be hard. This takes a lot of humility to accept and to be okay with. And I think that's the case because... This is a form of evangelization that is not public or it it shouldn't be public at all because if it's a one-on-one, that's private stuff, right? Like whatever is said between you two, it should be said between you. It should be kept between you two. And I'll get into that later. But main point is sometimes people don't feel appreciated because it is a private form of evangelization Not a lot of people publicly know about it. And that's why some people may not feel like they're getting enough recognition for their work. And when I do find myself in this situation, it could even lead to deeper negative outcomes to the point where you lose yourself in this type of service. Because... When you focus so much on other people and how they're doing, chances are you're not going to take care of yourself. And 
like I said before, you're probably stretching yourself too thin. Because there's so much to give of yourself to the point where you find that there's nothing left to give. And you don't want to get to that point. Because brothers and sisters, I got to that point. Because last semester, I was I was hashing out one-on-ones like that. And I was on fire. But then I found myself super drained. And I'm not blaming them at all. It's just the fact that I didn't take care of myself spiritually, mentally, because I was focusing so much on what other people had to say to the point where I didn't listen to myself. I was listening so much to other people that I didn't look inside me within my own heart and reflect on what I had to say and what I was thinking. So that's very important for those who are very interested in this form of evangelization Always keep in mind that you have to be spiritually nourished as well in order to give spiritual advice to other people. Because if you have nothing to give, how are you going to expect yourself to give to other people? Amen. Amen. (laughs) And I'm just putting this out there because for those who do full-fledged engage themselves in this, I don't want you guys to feel lonely in the process. I don't want you guys to feel lonely during your service. Because again, personally, when I do this, it sucks sometimes because it gets very lonely because, like I said, your service isn't being reciprocated to you at times. For the most part, it's not. And... This is where you have to find it within yourself to truly know that the only person who needs to know about your service is the man above. And I love that song. I don't know if you guys know the song Known by Torrin Wells. But there's a line in there. It says, I'm fully known and loved by you. Man, I love that so much because it fits perfectly in this situation. Because as the more you put yourself out there, brothers and sisters, the more you might feel lonely. But I don't want you to feel that way. And this may just be our human nature coming into play and kind of messing with our emotions. But I want to make sure that for those who are, are, who are interested... And, and starting to do this, that you don't get caught up in feeling lonely or fearing, or feeling unappreciative because know that all your service, all your behind-the-scenes stuff is being fully acknowledged by God, and that's all that matters, brothers and sisters. And now some, I guess some warnings now about what one-on-ones entail is that the most important thing that I have to say about one-on-ones is that that information between you two 
that has to be confidential. Because once it's shared to someone else, it's not a one-on-one anymore. It's a two-on-one, it's a three-on-one, it's a four-on-one, however much, or however you decide to spread it. If you decide to spread it to one other person or a whole group of people, that is not a one-on-one anymore. And really, really, why would you do that to someone? Because I've seen this happen, I've heard this happen before. That's not cool. (laughs) At all. Straight up. Because why would you do that to someone? Because they trusted you with that information. So you have to keep that bond of trust. You have to keep that bridge between you two of vulnerability and trust. And once you break, because once you break that, your aim of evangelization and getting to know that person has gone to shambles. All your hard work, all your time, your effort, your sacrifice for that person and that person that was reciprocated to you, it's just gone to shambles because you couldn't keep that between just you two. You broke that trust. So we definitely do not want that to happen. Especially maybe some of you have um, a problem with gossip or whatever. Let's make sure that we keep that behind closed doors only between you and that person. Again, because this whole trust thing. You don't want your evangelization to go to shambles. Because say that person did find out that you shared that information. Imagine how that would make them feel. Imagine all the hours that you put in just getting to know that person. All the days, the months, the years. And them finding out. That you shared something about them that they didn't want anyone else to know. Man, that's got to gotta hit the heart. For real, that's got to hit the heart. So brothers and sisters, I want you to make sure that you do not share the information between you two. Because that's confidential. Amen? Amen. And also another thing about one-on-ones. Because we know one-on-ones... Heart to hearts for those who have experienced one. It's that one-on-ones aren't meant to glorify our sin. Now we know that these conversations can get super deep. Super, super deep. To the point where we share things we never thought we would share to anyone else. That's how deep they can get. And a lot of these conversations... Involved that the sin we struggle with, right? Now here, our objective is not to glorify the sin. But rather, by putting your sin out there, by speaking it through your mouth, going through your mind, through your mouth, you're putting it into the light. And once you do that... Once they do that, 
true healing occurs. And eventually, that leads them to repent. To tell God that, my God, I am very sorry for what I've done. And I will strive to not do it again. Because I don't want to go down that road again. So again, guys, this is not a conversation where you just glorify your sin. But rather, it's putting your sin to the light, being vulnerable, and to find true healing within yourselves and within them. Try to get that out of them because I think that's very important. There's a lot of tough eggs out there to crack. Believe me, I know. Like, I've... Sometimes it just takes patience, guys. But yes, eventually, the person that you're talking to, eventually they will open up to you, and that will be the most treasured thing about them that you could hold near and dear to you. And whatever it comes to one-on-ones, I love this verse so much. You guys have probably heard it before because it's a pretty popular one. This comes from the book of James, so it's James 5.16. It states, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man could accomplish much. Now, with this verse, usually people initially think of confession, right? About you or someone confessing their sins to a priest so that they can be healed. Because the effective prayer of the priest, of God himself, working through that priest, is an accomplishment in itself. That's what we think, that's what most people think initially when they hear that verse. But I think as well, personally, it could apply to this form of evangelization. Because when you sit with that person that you want to know, when they confess your, their sins to one another, which is you, they find true healing within that moment. Because the moment it's brought into the light, that's where their hearts are transformed from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. And they feel God's love again. They feel His mercy. They feel His grace working through them again. Either for the first time or for the first time in a long time. So that's why, brothers and sisters, don't be afraid to put yourself out there on the line because you never know you might be someone's lifeline back to Christ and like I said before a lot of us are shy and it's super scary having the thought of getting to know someone personally without there being awkward pauses what? that's crazy <laughs> yeah it, it can be scary 
at first. But it's your responsibility as a devout Christian to evangelize. Because as much as I love hearing people developing a personal relationship with our God, it's not as fulfilling when you're not spreading that love that you receive to other people. That's why as Christians we have to take people under our wing so that we could soar all together. And that's the beauty of evangelization. That's the beauty of one-on-ones. Taking the opportunity to sit down with someone amongst our busy schedules, amongst the busy world around around <laughs> the busy world around us. And to just take a moment to breathe and be in the presence of someone who is so deserving of God's love and his mercy and his grace. Imagine you, you could be the, that person to share that love, grace, mercy of God, of your God to that person, whether they know God or not. And again, I'm not asking you to Evangelization is not asking you to walk up to complete strangers. Maybe you're not at that point of evangelization. Because be it could be as simple as talking to your sibling, as simple as talking to your parents, your friend, maybe the new person in the ministry, maybe that person at the retreat who's sitting by themselves. There are so many opportunities around us to the point that we don't even know it. And again, the more deeper you get into this, I don't want you to feel lonely. I don't want you to feel that your behind-the-scenes mission is not being acknowledged because you are fully known and loved by God and all your service is being seen by Him. And that makes his heart happy. And that makes me happy too. Knowing that there are still people out there who believe in spreading his love, his word, and not just keeping it to themselves. Because with evangelization, that's where we truly use our time, our, our, our time, our talent, and our treasure for the benefit of other people. That's what service is all about. And that's why this form of service, one-on-ones, will always be something that I hold near to my heart. And as, as tough as the job is, you may not think it's tough, but trust me, if you get into it, it could get tough. all of that I can just look back at all the work that God has helped me with all the service that we've done together in our one-on-ones and just think wow that person has grown so much and I'm so blessed 
to know that person personally by taking the time to get to know them personally. Again, 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 evangelization is just as important as your personal relationship with God. Don't ever forget that. This is Catholic Curiosities with your host, May. I am super blessed to have you. God bless and happy holidays. Amen.